you're uh, completely recovered. You know, once you, you sign that check or endorse that check, yeah, it's over. It's right? over. Yeah, it's over. There's nothing you can do. So if you have any kind of quarrels, it's race judicata. It's over. Okay. So if you have a wreck and 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 you're something, you know, your car is damaged, yeah, and the insurance company agrees to pay you five thousand dollars, and you know it's going to cost ten to get it fixed. Don't sign the check until you. Oh yeah, get don't in do touch that. with the insurance right. company and say, "Hey, look, I'm not settling." Yeah. So there's yeah, well yeah, that's there's two parts of a car wreck. Now there's the property damage, and that's the part you can talk to the insurance company, and they'll help get you back in the car as fast as possible. And I think they do a pretty good job on either totaling out your car or getting your car fixed. I think they do a real good job on that. But then on the personal injury part of it, that's where you get into an argument with them. Yeah. You get into an argument. Let's take this call. All right, WKAC, you're on the air with Bill Matthews. Yes, I had a question for, for Judge Matthews. I'm going through it with my daughter's mother, and we got both joint custody, and she's been a senior this year, and she's transferred her schooling, and I don't have no way of getting in touch, and... and uh, over trying to, because she graduating this year and where, where did she transfer her school to? Going up to Huntsville Court situation, trying to straighten it out, never getting no answers. I was wondering what should I do. Okay, now did you live? You live in Limestone County? Yes. Sir. Okay, and did, were y'all divorced in Limestone County, Joe? No, we just had a kid. All right, so y'all had a kid, so y'all weren't married. No. All right, but you did go to court, and you, yeah. you've been adjudicated the father, and you've got uh, parental rights as far as... Jo- joint custody. All right, so you got joint custody, or is it joint legal custody? Yeah, joint legal custody. So you got joint legal, and then it's, it's primary physical custody to the mother. Uh, yeah, because I know... Uh, we get six months apiece. Okay, well, that's that sounds like just joint physical. That sounds like joint physical and joint legal. So it sounds like, and so now she has taken the child, but the child is around 17 or 18 years old. Yes, 18, and she graduated next month, and my family has been drilling me about, hey, yeah. and then I go to school, and they say, hey, if you're not on the on the list, no, there ain't nothing we can tell you. Sorry, but now you need to take your you need to take your decree, your court decree that says you've got joint legal. Show that to them. Say, hey, I'm equal with the, with the mother. Yeah. Put me on the list. I'm equal with her. Are they trying to keep you from walking through going to the graduation? Uh, I don't don't know. Uh, uh, when she left Providence over there in Madison, and we went back to court. And uh, they gave her joint custody, and she both been having her rights sent to send all of her stuff to me. Don't like have it updated. She never did change numbers, so it's been going on for about three or four years. But the school system said, don't know if you ain't got no papers or nothing like that, then when I... Yeah, oh yeah, if you don't have any papers, so you got to take your papers up there. Where are your, where is your decree? Uh, I have to go back to court and get them because my house had burned okay. and burned. Was that in, the, was that, and so that was in Limestone County? Yes. So you just go to the clerk's office in Limestone County and get them to print it out for you. 
They'll be glad to do it. They'll print you out a copy of your decree, and then you take that decree over to the school in Huntsville, and they'll put you on the list. Yeah, then we, uh, but we went to court in Huntsville. Yeah, well, you, you're going to print the decree out in Limestone County because that's where the where the decree happened. Or, is that what you're saying? Or did y'all go to court in Huntsville? Yeah, we went to court in Huntsville. All right, so you just go to Huntsville's courthouse and do it there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what. And I got another situation going. Uh, I went to my barber shop, and the dude that worked for the barber, me and him got an altercation, and and uh, I got kind of bruised up then. I was one on that situation, and I'm losing my work before then because he, he was on his owner, his owner's uh, property. So his owner said, oh, let's do a warrant for him. And I said, man, I didn't allow four days of work. I'm like, what should I do about this situation? Now say that again. How how did you get hurt? I went to uh, the barber shop. Uh-huh. Then his barber, the girl that I used to go with, he goes with now. And when I went there, I, I guess he just flew off the handle, and he just started a fight on his owner's property. Okay, who witnessed that fight? Oh, uh, it was uh, it was everybody. That don't know. The owner there. So you got any, you you got some witnesses that can testify for you? Yes. Okay. And then, so how bad were you, were you hurt? Did you have to go to the hospital? Oh, uh, don't know, both knees, yes. I went to both knees and done my eye fracture. All right. So, so uh, how bad was he hurt? Uh, not at all, because as soon as I got a truck, he bomb rushed me. And how much money's he got? Huh? How much money does he have? Does he have a deep pocket? Yeah, he draws a check here, man. So you're telling me he draws a check from Yeah, because he goes Social to Security? dialysis. Okay. Well the alright, so you got you've got a good you've got a good you've got a personal injury lawsuit that you can file against him. And if he broke the if he if he uh uh you know you know, attacked you and you didn't know what was going to happen and sucker punched you or whatever you call it. Uh, if he did that and and then he broke your eye socket and you're out of work for four days, you probably got a pretty good lawsuit. There's three things that are good uh, that you look at on a good lawsuit. One thing you look at is their, is their injuries. So it sounds like you got pretty good injuries. Yeah. And then the, the second thing you look at is their liability. Well, it looks like he's for sure liable for what he did. So we got the first two things, first yeah, two things like met, the but, but then the third, the, the, the third, owner, the owner's real. The, the nice third, don't like he told him, don't get off his property. Then he called him when he get a chance to deal with him. Then he told me like, hey, go handle your problem. Hey, go get a warrant on him. Yeah, I don't know Everybody if you, I don't know if you can see. Be liable for you missing work and. Yeah, I don't think I don't know the owner. Okay, now the third element is you need a deep pocket. So a lot of times in car accidents, in case there's an insurance company, and so we usually always have a good, good deep pocket in a car accident case. Yeah. 
But in your case, I don't think that's a deep pocket that somebody gets a check every month. They go and they're going on dialysis. I don't yeah. think that's going to be a, a deep pocket. So you got two of the elements. I don't think he goes now. Well, if all he's getting is a check every month, that doesn't sound that good to me as a lawyer. See, you know, it, to handle a lawsuit, it it costs ten or fifteen thousand dollars just to handle the lawsuit. Yeah. So if a lawyer's going to get involved in a lawsuit. You know, he's going to want to make sure that he can get a return on his money. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think that part of it doesn't sound good. Oh, okay. Now, you make it sue. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think, unless he's personally got some money, I don't think it's a, a good case. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, no. the owner, my brother said, don't know. Because the owner got insurance on everybody that worked for him. All right. Well, we yeah, out that's, of time. That's probably yeah. workers' comp insurance, though. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, okay? Oh, what I was checking on. All right. Thank you. All right. We're out of time. Thanks for the call. We're out of time, Bill. Thank you for coming in for 30 minutes and visiting with us. Thank you. Let me come in. 9.30 till 10 every Wednesday morning, Bill Matthews. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Y'all have a great day. in Athens, Alabama, is William G. Matthews. The law offices of William G. Matthews is equipped to handle all your legal needs. Real estate closings, divorce cases, personal injury, social security disability, on-the-job injuries, adoptions, bankruptcies, wills, estates, and probates. There's no need to use an out-of-town law firm when William G. Matthews is local. When you schedule your appointment with William G. Matthews, you meet with him face-to-face. Schedule your appointment today by calling 256-232-2310. Serving Athens and surrounding North Alabama areas. William G. Matthews, Attorney at Law, online at athens-lawyer.com. No representation is made that the quality of legal services provided are greater than the quality of legal services provided by other attorneys. From the Tennessee Valley, WKAC Athens. AP News, I'm Tim McGuire. Dr. Anthony Fauci, considered the nation's top infectious disease expert, tells NBC's Today Show daily virus cases will continue to drop as more people get vaccinated. When it does, you are definitely going to see the CDC come back and be more flexible. Right now, they're going slowly about it. They're being very prudent about it. But as the case numbers come down, they're going to be pulling back on some of the restrictions, guaranteed. The CDC's Dr. Rochelle Walensky on ABC's Good Morning America says she's optimistic, but she also fears there could be outbreaks unless a vast majority of the people in this country get vaccinated. We know this virus is an optimist, uh, uh, opportunist, and so what we really need to be careful of is if there are pockets of places that haven't been vaccinated, large communities, that is where the virus is going to strike, and so we really need to make sure that we have uniform coverage of vaccination across the country. In his speech tonight, President Biden is expected to announce another massive plan. This one includes making no-cost preschool available for all three and four-year-olds across the country. 
Sagar Magani with details. It's part of the more than trillion dollar American Families Plan the president will pitch tonight, focused on what he calls human infrastructure. The White House says the preschool plans a $200 billion investment that will help 5 million kids and save the average family $13,000. How to pay for it? Tax hikes on the nation's most rich, including nearly doubling the capital gains rate on incomes above $1 million. Not the top 1%. Uh, it's not even the top one half of 1%. Uh, we're talking about three-tenths of a percent. White House economist Brian Deese says the tax hike would help invest directly in kids and families. Sagar Magani, Washington. In early trading, the Dow is down more than 200 points. This is AP News. A Northern California Police Department releases the body cam video of officers holding down a man who later died. It starts out like this. I'm coming to check on you, make sure you're okay. After Alameda, police got 911 calls about a possibly drunk man, but escalates to this. With Mario Gonzalez face down, pinned to the ground, one officer's knee on his back, at least another helping hold him down. Keep him pinned down, we get the wrapper? Yeah. Police say they tried to get him to cooperate, but he would not. Think we could roll him on the side? I don't want to lose what I got, man. Okay. Then after about five minutes, he seems to lose consciousness. He's going on sponsor. By then, more officers are on scene. One asks if there's a pulse, another answers no. Someone starts CPR. You got a pulse? Yeah. An autopsy's pending to determine cause of death. The family blames the police, saying officers escalated what should have been a minor peaceful encounter with the unarmed man. I'm Julie Walker. I'm Tim McGuire, AP News. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. Clay's Cleaning Service has a spotless reputation. Hey, take care of the windows. Hello, this is Clay. But his business operations could use a light dusting. Boy, I had you scheduled for next week. I'll just check here. No, absolutely. We will be there tomorrow. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. WKAC Wednesday well, good morning. Temperature starting off in the 50s. We've got a high, thin overcast at times today, those high cirrus clouds. Winds pick up out of the south again at 10 to 15 with gusts to 20. And we're going to warm up into the mid-80s. No rain today, becoming mostly cloudy tonight. Lows in the 60s, a chance for some scattered showers late tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night. Some of those could linger into the early morning hours on Friday. Improving weather Friday afternoon with highs in the mid-70s, more 70s, and sunshine over the weekend.
I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. WKAC. All righty, it's 1010. Uh, it's Wednesday. Today's the 28th day of April. This month's almost shot and gone. Holly Holman's in with us for the mayor this morning. Mayor's high hatted this two weeks in a row. <laughs> We're going to cut his pay. Is he dodging you? I think he's dodging me. I think he is. You're going to take a zero off his extra, uh, extra zero off next his paycheck? W- next time he gets no biscuits. Well, he, he's, he might, I'm not <laughs> Now, he does bring donuts. Come on now. We've we, we got to give him. The, the, on Wednesdays, the mayor comes. I'm not. Colin Daly comes. He eats. The mayor don't come. You know, I ate my biscuit. I know, but, but <laughs> he, no, no more. No That's more. It. He's off. He's. I've, I've done with it. I've had it. You know, he's high headed this up here too many times. I understand he's in a conference call. Yeah, he's got a virtual Zoom. conference with um, different cities from th- throughout the southeast, and then we're also doing a Browns Ferry exercise today. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he needs to do some exercise. <laughs> you can tell I do him, too. You tell him I said that. <laughs> so what's that going on in uh, the city land down at Athens? It's been busy. Has it? It's been busy. It's been a busy week. Yeah. Of course, we had city council Monday. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, it was a long meeting. Had several employees there. Of course, the the main focus of interest, obviously, for them was tier one versus tier two, because this was the last council meeting where they had to make a decision if they were going to let everyone go back to tier one or not. Okay, so explain to the listening people out there, including myself, what is Tier 1, Tier 2? Tier 1 is a better retirement plan. You can, if you work 25 years, you can retire at any age. Um, And if you're in Tier 2, you have to work until at least 62 and have at least 10 years experience. So what are you in now? I'm in Tier 1. The state created this to try to save money, and then the state said, oh, but if the cities and counties want to go back to Tier 1, they can. So it kind of dropped it back into their lap whether or not to do that. And about 411 different entities went back to Tier 1. So what that meant for us, we've kind of been a training ground, and we've addressed some of the public safety pay. And then, of course, we have linemen and sanitation and other workers that we're going through this process now where all the jobs are being reviewed by these consultants to look and see if we need to add more steps, need to adjust pay scales, how do we compare to other cities because that's an issue. But Tier 1 was an issue as well. We had lost some linemen that said it's about salary, but it's also about I can go to Decatur or Huntsville or Muscle Shoals or Madison, and I can be Tier 1. Mm-hmm. So they don't have to work as long to reach retirement. Right. And so that was kind of a lure for them. And at some point, you just become this training ground. So it may cost more money for the city to be in Tier 1, but it was also costing the city money to keep training people. And then, of course, for a police officer or fireman or lineman, it takes about a year of training before they're actually on the street working. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get in this delay of having experienced workers on the street as well. So you're saying if you were in if you were in the program at one time, you're automatically in Tier 1. Right. And then when the state split it, when you came to work, you were in Tier 2, unless your entity voted to go strictly Tier 1. Right. So everybody that's grandfathered in more or less was Tier 1. Right. New hires were Tier 2. Tier 2. Mm-hmm. So now you're trying to decide whether you're going to stay tier two or whether you're going to go back to tier one well they voted monday to for on a four one vote to go back to tier one okay so now everybody goes back to tier one everyone is tier one and anybody that hires in is tier one okay so is that going to 
do a big thing for us? I think so. A lot of the firemen were at the meeting and the chief asked them who all here is tier two. If this doesn't pass, are you going to start looking for a job elsewhere? And all the tier twos raised their hand. And Decatur had already told them, you know what, we'll laterally move you over. If you've got five years experience at Athens, you hire in with five years experience at Decatur. Right. So, so you got to go out and replace five firemen or ten exactly. firemen or hire many. And it costs the chief said it costs about seventy thousand dollars to train a fireman. So you can do that math in your head. Plus, it takes about a year for them to go through the training in EMT school. So, mm-hmm. okay, you're and losing I, I, while that experience is walking out the door as well. And I'm assuming this is affecting you know meter readers and, and everybody and you know whoever just everybody. So everybody's going to tier one. Everybody's tier so one you, now. You, you uh, retire at twenty five with your twenty five years in, regardless of age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this this is this is state retirement? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what else went on? Let's see. We also had um, Keep Athens Limestone Beautiful and some homeowners uh, through Facebook and the police chief as well. We've been getting complaints off and on for a couple of years now about these publications it's not when you subscribe to the paper or something but it's just like these ad publications where they just toss them in your driveway they end up in ditches people ignore them or they throw them at unoccupied homes and they just become litter and unsightly and so homeowners had said can y'all stop this and so the chief was concerned about first amendment issues so we talked to city attorney shane black and we had a public hearing monday where we've showed pictures of you know, where they just get wet, lay in ditches, and pile up out there. And some of the homeowners actually brought some that they pick up when they walk and pick up litter. And so we're looking at a way not to completely restrict it, but restrict where they can put them. Because mm-hmm. it is a First Amendment issue, but it, it also does become a litter problem. So now, trying to find a happy medium. How is this medium. a First Amendment issue? Uh, it actually, Shane found some case law where they're saying that you're prohibiting them from sharing their content and it i think it was in kentucky where they finally found an ordinance that the appellate court withheld i'm all for first amendment i'm a big first amendment guy you know i like all the amendments Mm -hmm. uh, i guess uh but i don't i don't i disagree right i mean i don't think that i mean they got a right they've got got a right to publish the right rag there whatever it is but if i don't want it (laughs) you know but you know stick it somewhere you know, at a, at a yeah, really, at a you know convenience store or you know somewhere where I can pick it up if I want it. Right. You know, uh, I think that you might find out really then how many people actually look at those crazy things. Oh, I know. Well, well, they actually, I think it was in Kentucky, they sued, and uh, one court said yes, it infringes on First Amendment, but then when it was appealed, the appellate court said no, it doesn't. So we're trying to look at something similar to that. So if you know, somebody did sue us over it. We can say we've had these complaints. These are. The I mean, pictures. at the same time, you're violating my constitutional rights by throwing junk in my yard. I don't want. It's litter. Yeah, you know, when it stopped. <laughs> exactly. And one lady <laughs> said she had called several times, and they finally quit. But another lady said she had called the number and said, "Quit. I don't want it. Quit throwing it in my driveway." And they're still tossing it. I out guarantee there. you one thing. I guarantee you, if they threw it. In your yard, and you were standing there and threw it back at them. They would sue you. You probably so. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't really? get them. So they must. They don't. They must not like it's, me. It's, it tends to be on the eastern side where we're having a lot of the growth when they're in those more populated subdivisions yeah. that they're doing it. So. I mean, I could see maybe if you had a uh, a mailbox that has a little uh, cubby hole paper thing, holder thing. For, for paper mm-hmm. holder. If they want to stick it in there, I guess it's okay. 
uh, I might tell them where they could stick it. Right. Uh, well, yeah. maybe the option is to give, you know, tell people, hey, if you want to receive this type of stuff, put this box under your thing, and it, you know, if yeah. you're the type that distributes this, you're allowed to put it in there and nowhere yeah. else. Right. Yeah. Shane's drafting something where, like, you could put it on the porch, or you could put it if they have like that, some kind of box or receptacle. I don't want it on my porch. Um, but if if they have a no trespassing wanna... sign or no soliciting sign, you're not supposed to. Um, so we're looking at. So now we're going to have a bunch of no soliciting signs in people's front yards. How pretty is that going to be? Well, I'm just thinking about you know, look, just if there's some kind of approved paper box or something they could come up with that you know you tell these companies that if you see one of these below their mailbox that's this color or matches this, you're allowed to put it in well, there. Know, if not, can, you're not. Yeah, you can. You, you can that's the only junk mail. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's what this is, except mm-hmm. it's not being mailed. They're throwing it out. Just tossing it out. You know. Uh, and I know, uh, well, I say I know. It used to be. Hey, <laughs> it may not be that way now. You know, things have changed. Right. Uh, but they couldn't stick it in your mailbox. Right. Because they, that's got something to do with the federal government, and, you know, they're right. not supposed to have access to, to. Ma- you know. Mm-hmm. But now you still see that happen every once in a while. So if I wanted to advertise for... Pepsi Cola, I could just throw Pepsi bottles in people's yards and I would be okay. Then, right? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do when I throw my McDonald's. Nobody take my suggestion oh, my goodness, to heart, okay? I've, done, I've already started something here, okay? Y'all forgive me, okay? That's what they're saying. That's, what they're, that's what they'll say now. Well, look, I, you know, that wasn't trash. I was actually advertising for McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> and I threw my sack out in you know Ken's yard because I thought he was a big McDonald's guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, come on. I know. Let's take a break. People are so happy. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Stay right there. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you at 1080 WKAC. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS that you can't pay? Call now for immediate help. 866-657-8521. At Community Tax Relief, we help consumers like you. If you take on the IRS alone, you could be facing levies, liens, even wage garnishments, personal or business tax issues. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more, they will aggressively come after you. Protect yourself and your family today from what the IRS can do to you. Call now, 866-657-8521. They can freeze your bank account, even garnish your wages. Our expert team of tax professionals can solve your tax problems once and for all. Call now for a free five-minute tax debt analysis. 866-657-8521. 866-657-8521. 866-657-8521. 
When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners, now with three locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Back in with uh, Holly Holman at 1024. We're talking stuff here this morning. All right, stuff. so, <laughs> so we, we, we've decided that uh, we don't know what we're going to do with the, the throw-out stuff yet. I mean, we're right, still working on an ordinance we're, we're, we're to working. try to address that. Have ordinance. Yep. All right, so what's next? Uh, well, you know that we ended up keeping our congressional seat. Yeah. That was something we were extremely worried about because some states did lose. Uh, but we were lucky and we got to keep our congressional seat. So they're going to redraw everything now. That's a big concern, too, for us. We're going to watch that closely because, you know, the last time they redrew everything, we grew. And now we have eight yeah. <laughs> in our limestone delegation. And, you know, they've all been great to work with, but only one lives mm-hmm. in Limestone County. Um, so don't know what may happen with that. And then depending on how the census numbers come out, you know, we're growing at 25.1% just in Athens. You could have redrawing of lines for city council mm-hmm. districts so that's going to be a, a process that we're all going to have to keep our eyes on let me ask you a question and this is a city council well i guess related in some respects uh the school board yes we got seven members on the school board yes i understand we're only supposed to have five that's what shane interprets from the law but we have asked for an attorney general's opinion to make sure yeah, we, changed, we have not heard back from that yet. Changed that uh, several years ago, but I understand it was supposed to be a temporary deal. And well, it was a local law, not a constitutional amendment. So yeah. we had a local law going back years. Right. And then as general state law kind of changed at some point, it just got missed that they said you had to have five. So when Shane saw this, he said, let's make sure, let them look at, what the state's done and our local law and get the attorney general to issue us an opinion. Okay. All right. So we may lose. May lose two. And there are two at large. The yeah. others are appointed by district, but the, the two in question are at large appointments. Okay. How do you, what's, what, what determines at large and 
at large you could be from any part of Athens. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, but right. I mean, what what is that what happened when they had the That's the two that the two? were added were at large positions. Okay. Yes. Seems to me like we just need five. Could yeah. I And what, I don't know what don't reasoning know the, went in I don't know years the seven ago. We got out there doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> well, I don't know the reasoning behind years ago why they added the two. I don't know if it was try to keep or get more minority representation on the board or if they had another reason for well, adding you like the two. Me to tell so. you what somebody told me. No, we won't get into that okay. on the radio. <laughs> uh, but uh, I understand they had trouble getting rid of a superintendent, and that's the only way they could do it was to get two more that was the other, voted the other way. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I'm just passing that along. I don't know which I'm that's not. That's pre-me. I'm not, uh, I'm not saying which superintendent it was. But I don't know. That's another. That's, that's for somebody else to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. You know? But anyway, if, we, if we're supposed to have five, we need to have five. Right. If, if Attorney have, General says you're supposed to have five, as soon as we get that notification, we have to go back to five. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So what else went on up there? <laughs> I know that we've got a big, uh, we've got uh, several subdivisions that uh, we're working on we were just growing and growing and you know we're working on our comprehensive plan now and we had a huge meeting last week for the community kickoff it was a full room and then i think there were another 30 or 40 online participating sharing their ideas and one of the reoccurring themes is um you have some people that say we we don't really want to grow, but then you have younger people saying, I want more entertainment, I want more retail options, I want more things to do. Well, to get those, you have to be a growing community. Mm -hmm. I mean, retailers are going to come where they think they can make money. So it's trying to find that happy balance between keeping what makes Athens special and facilitating the growth to get the things that people want in Athens. Because the retail is what, rooftops don't make money for the city. We, we don't make money off property tax. Retail is where we get the funds needed to pay for more police, more firefighters, more garbage trucks. How many fire stations do we have in Athens? We have three. And they are? You've got the one out uh, off Lindsay Lane. Right. And then you've got the one by the Wellness Park Washington. near that area. And then you have the one on Martin Luther King Drive near that industrial area. Okay. So we really we've lost two. We lost two. Yeah, yeah, we lost two. We had one at, at City Hall. They changed. The one at City Hall is the one that became at Wellness Park. Yeah, yeah. Used then, to there were two stations, then they went to three stations. And then right, we, we, we had, had one. You had lost one the water tower. You yeah. changed from the water tower over yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't take away any stations. No, we well, no, just but, moved went, them. but you, yeah. you lost two. You, if you'd have kept those, we'd have had five. Yeah, the water tower one was in terrible shape. Yeah. I mean, it was awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wondered. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. Now, we're looking at... Don't you also have some kind of a deal out at Black's Landing or out that way somewhere? Out at Cal Ford with Cal Clements, Ford. Volunteer yeah. Fire Department. Yeah. yeah. And that was to help try to keep the insurance, the ISO rating for insurance right. lower. Um, but as we keep growing and as more taller buildings go out to the east, you're going to have to look at another ladder truck out that way because the ISO ratings, it kind of depends on how many stories you have, how many ladder trucks you're supposed to have, and then... You know, you've got all that growth growing out there. And I know one thing they have looked at is, you know, do you feel, build maybe a fire station that has like a smaller police uh, presence there where mm -hmm. you could have a few officers out that way on that side of town. Right. Um, so just trying to be creative. And the comprehensive plan update will uh, be a huge part of trying to deal with all this growth we're experiencing. I was told the other day by somebody uh, that... Uh, the property there on, on uh, Sandiford that uh, got the new uh, 
uh, Toyota. Uh, Tibiaki. Well, whatever it is, yeah, whatever that is. Back behind it, they're wanting to rezone or, or change and make that an industrial park. Is that right? Well, there's property there that is open for industrial. Okay. It could be for a big plant or it could be subdivided if you had some smaller suppliers. Okay. And it's, has it always been that way? Or is yes. this something that's just No, changed? it's always, it's always been, been that been way. That way. Mm -hmm. Now, it was rented out to farmers for many years when nothing was located there uh, where they could rent, lease it from the city uh, okay. for different crops, whether it was cotton, corn, whatever. Now, but is that the area of Lucas Ferry that they're thinking about four-laning or adding? Lanes two or something? Did I not read that somewhere? See that somewhere? I'm not sure about Lucas Ferry. I think I had read uh, part of this 2020, whatever this this plan you guys. Somebody may have proposed it. Maybe that's okay. what it is that they were proposing. Uh, of course, you know they, they they've been talking about putting a, a loop, you know, around Athens for years. Oh yes. And uh, I think that's one of the routes that, that they're wanting that, to take. They had looked at it one to, time. Yeah, go through and there. That and was dump a multi-million-dollar yeah plan. Yeah. But here's the deal. Years ago, New Cut was supposed to be. The plans were for the new cut going from 72 all the way into town. Um, they had a vision for it of actually going four lane and being a total bypass. Yeah. So the thing is, you know, as you get more people and you have more businesses and you have more traffic, you, know, you, got, you obviously got to have more roads, exactly. better roads. I mean, you don't have to be an engineer to exactly. figure that out. I mean, you know, idiot like myself knows that. Right. And uh, of course, and it's not just the city. You have to work with ALDOT and the state, right? And because yeah, they have yeah rights over the state highways. Yeah, you know, and then of course you you, you have to make improvements. It it from time to time, or I say you have to make them. You, you see improvements, and so you want to make improvements. And then there's that time that while you're making the improvements, that everything's in mass chaos. Right. And I think you're seeing that out there. Two fifty one. I you know, hadn't heard as much about it that was we did when Forest Street bridges were probably not, done. but you you can tell you know if you're ever out that way uh, during you know certain times drive of the times day. your your main times morning yeah, school right. yeah school you know, work you, you see yeah. you know more traffic being dumped somewhere else you know that's not conducive right. yeah that's not conducive to that kind of traffic you know but once it gets completed then it should be a lot better right but we've all got to go through them growing pains and that's the thing we don't like exactly it's an inconvenience it is us. an inconvenience yeah. we want and the we convenience but we don't want what it takes to get the convenience uh, <laughs> we're living in the microwave world <laughs> Ten thirty-three. let's take a break we'll catch some news and do a little weather we'll come back and continue our visit with holly holman in just a minute <laughs> First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080 WKAC.
Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Proper use and maintenance of gas appliances will help you enjoy years of safe and reliable service. Inspect the flame on your gas appliance periodically. Should you ever have a yellow flame, your burner may not be operating efficiently. This could be a sign of improper ventilation and could possibly give off carbon monoxide, a highly toxic gas. Call the trained technicians at Athens Gas Department, 232-1440. They know how to spot problems. This natural gas safety tip has been Brought to you by Athens Gas Department, keeping the city of Athens informed. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. You order, they deliver. Your guests will love it. That's what happens when Jiffy Food Store Number 2 on Highway 31 caters your next event. No event is too large or small, from a group of five to hundreds more. It all starts with bigger choices of better food and ingredients. Now, you know us for great sandwiches, chicken, wings, JoJo's, and our breakfast items. But we offer so much more. Salads, soups, fruit trays, veggie trays, desserts, and our famous Texas-style pulled pork. Jiffy Food Store Number 2 has countless sandwich fixings that will ensure that your group's needs are met. Don't need a full catering service? Just call Jiffy Food Store Number 2. At 232-6339. Place your order in advance and they'll have it ready for pickup. Jiffy Food Store number two, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. Huntsville, Alabama is designated as a defense manufacturing community. This is YHN News. I'm Andrea Tice. The U.S. Department of Defense has chosen six different locations throughout the U.S. for this particular designation. Huntsville was one of the six chosen due to Redstone Arsenal and the University of Alabama in Huntsville. UAH will receive $3.7 million in federal grant money to help in workforce training and advanced manufacturing technologies. The emphasis will be on providing support for the U.S. Army. Army Aviation and Missile Systems. The Alabama Defense Advanced Manufacturing Community involves 22 counties that will support and grow the defense industrial base that is here in the state. Governor Ivey's prison proposal will have a fallback option. Jay Holland explains. Governor Kay Ivey's proposed lease-build prison plan took a hit last week after investment bank Barclays withdrew as a financial underwriter for two of the three proposed facilities. Barclays, along with other financial institutions, have been reluctant to invest in prison construction given the current political climate. State Senator Greg Albritton, who serves as the Alabama Senate's general fund chairman, says the legislature is prepared to act with a fallback option. For YHN News, I'm Jay Holland. An investigation is now underway into a state trooper charged with sexual abuse. 41-year-old Christopher Bauer was arrested and booked into the Montgomery County Jail. Bauer is facing charges for the sexual abuse of a child under the age of 12. The Montgomery Police Department and the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency are involved in this case. And on this day in 1926 in Alabama history, Harper Lee was born in Monroeville. Her famous novel, To Kill a Mockingbird, was published in 1960 and went on to sell two and a half million copies in the first year. For more Alabama stories, go to yellowhammernews.com. I'm Andrea Tice. You're listening to YHN News. I'm making a grocery list. Want to add anything? Chips. Bananas. Hey, Mom, get some of those cookies in the easy open bag. You got it. Don't listen to him, Mom. He's a man. 
mouse! Hey, show some respect. That mouse has been like a brother to you. He's getting really old. It's time for him to move out, Mom. Call Cooks. You don't have to live with pests. Get proven protection from Cooks Pest Control. Call or go online for a free quote. Cooks Pest Control. I'm here with Pam. You can stop waving, Pam. We're on the radio. At WindCreekCasino.com, Pam can play online for free to earn rewards. And we're here to help her use those rewards at any of our locations. Like right now, Pam is getting out of making dinner by receiving a comped meal. And even though you can't see it, she's really excited about the whole thing. Isn't that right, Pam? Now she's giving us a thumbs up. <laughs> Be like Pam and play for free online. Find your winning moment at WindCreekCasino.com. WKAC. Well, good morning. Temperature starting off in the 50s. We've got a high, thin overcast at times today. Those high cirrus clouds. Winds pick up out of the south again at 10 to 15 with gusts to 20. And we're going to warm up into the mid-80s. No rain today. Becoming mostly cloudy tonight. Lows in the 60s. A chance for some scattered showers late tomorrow afternoon into tomorrow night. Some of those could linger into the early morning hours on Friday. Improving weather Friday afternoon with highs in the mid-70s. More 70s and sunshine over the weekend. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Weather, a service of Flanagan Heating and Air, serving limestone in Madison counties for over 20 years. Your needs and preferences combined with the proper focus on safety, efficiency, and reliability is their priority. Free quotes on new equipment. Free second opinions on catastrophic failures. Always open for service and repair calls. Call Flanagan Heating and Air, 256-321-0781. Back in with Holly Holman here at 1039 on a Wednesday, 28th day of the month. She's subbing for the mayor this morning. Uh, So let's continue on with our list of things that are going on in the city. Anything else at the council we need to talk about? Those are the main ones. I do want to invite all the fishermen that love to bass fish. We're having our 10th annual City of Athens Bass Fishing Tournament this Saturday. Last I checked, it's supposed to be good weather. Um, so we have uh, enough sponsorships to do th- 6000 and a guaranteed payout. All proceeds benefit Relay for Life. This is our largest fundraiser. So you can go on active.com to register. It is from Safe Light till 3 p.m. And Athens Gas Department is going to provide lunch to all the fishermen. So we appreciate them for always helping us with that. And we also have a lot of door prizes. So come out and help us fish for a cure this Saturday at Ingalls Harbor. My son, is, he's, he's fishing the bass tournament circuit, uh, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And uh, then he's fishing this tournament Yay, too this good. week. Yeah, him and a buddy his they they enjoy fishing, and uh, so you know, uh, and they've won some money. So uh, you well, know, that's good. That's we have the good. optional big fish pot, so yeah. um, it's a really great tournament. And we've I, we first started this, didn't have a clue what we were doing about checking live wells and all. But I've learned all kinds of things yeah. <laughs> in the past ten years. We didn't get to have it last year because of COVID, um, so we're looking forward to. Everyone coming out and supporting us this year. Talked to Colin Daly last week. He was here, and uh, unlike the mayor, he shows up every week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should say that. But uh, anyway, you got a better replacement. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> now she shows up when wants to show up. Well, you know, yeah. so maybe we just need to to uh, employ her as the. Well, maybe so. But anyway, we've talked about the uh, recycling. The curbside recycling. Yes. We kind of hit on that a little bit. Uh, of course, this is not his thing with with the uh, 
the county and the city. I mean, they, they do a whole, totally different deal. They don't do curbside recycling in the in the county. But uh, it's my understanding from talking to him that we, the, the holdup, of course, is the uh, um, state yes. employees. They're not releasing those out yet. But, but I think they're about to. I think okay. I read that Decatur Decatur is our vendor that right. takes our curbside recycling. And in that, the landfill committee is also working with the recycling center. And some people don't understand our recycling center in Athens is nonprofit. Um, but they are looking at working with them to see what it would take to get a new facility where they would have room to get the balers that automatically sort it. The reason we can't take curbside to the Athens Recycling Center is she doesn't have all that automated machinery. They would have to do it by hand. Mm -hmm. And she just doesn't have, even when she has the inmate labor, she doesn't have enough to try to sort through, and it's right. just not cost effective. Yeah. So Decatur is our vendor for the curbside recycling, but of course they could not get state inmates uh, during all of the pandemic. And, um, you know, I, I guess obviously didn't have the money to hire people, and everybody's having trouble hiring people to work. But my understanding that I read that the state inmates would be coming out soon, so hopefully when that gets back going, Decatur can start accepting our curbside recycling again. But the recycling and we had talked to other vendors and couldn't find anybody that could the, take the, it. The, uh, the recycling center, even though the, the, we don't have the curbside recycling in the county, it, it, the, the recycling center itself is a joint venture between the city and the county? Well, it's a nonprofit, but right. we do support it like we right. support other nonprofits. Right. And then the landfill committee is a city-county joint venture, and they do have some money, and so they have given her some to try to help with that to get back open because you're keeping it out of the landfill so right. obviously it doesn't cost the city and county as much if but it's now not we going could to turn this thing into a profitable uh venture if, if we had the right equipment uh, eventually i mean yes you, if they had any facility and they could purchase the equipment to right. have the automatic yeah. sorting because okay. you have to separate the glass from certain right. kinds of plastics right. from paper from cardboard yeah. you know all yeah. that yeah 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 okay i just wanted when they we're looking at maybe starting it, so you don't know. I don't know. When, when Decatur can get up and fully operational, hopefully we can get ours back going. I was out by the sportsplex last night. Uh, I had to drive down 31. I was there, too. Oh, were you? My uh, niece plays. Yeah. Uh, man, that's a booming place. That's a booming Crowded. place. Golly, yes. it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, when, when my one was playing, and that's been years and years ago, I thought it was crowded, but I believe it's worse now than, than mm -hmm. it was then. I mean, the, the, there were people, <laughs> you can just tell, man. I mean, there were people everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the softball was rolling. Of course, I guess by, the, by moving the rec center out there, it, that, that probably adds to cars and traffic, too. You know, right. that you, you know but uh, when you had, and I, I guess they're playing some kind of, or practicing some kind of soccer or something over on the right. soccer fields, and you get the baseball down on the other end. I mean, but it was. I was thinking on the way. I said, you know, what a great facility this is. And, and look how many people use it. Yeah, and how many people actually use it. You know, some sometimes we have good facilities and we don't use it too well, but uh, that thing gets a lot of use. It does, and the council did give. Um the Parks and Rec Department some additional funding two meetings ago and so they're looking at um, a design to add more parking out there. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what's happening to the old rec center? It has been sold to the school board. Okay. So I think that they were looking at it for to add on to some of their athletic yeah. um, facilities for indoor use. Yeah. So. And I think the cheerleaders have been using it some, the football team, yeah. and so I'm not sure exactly 
what all they'll do with it. But they purchased the rec center and the old library where the Renaissance School has been. The city did? The Board of Education Education. purchased it from the city. The city purchased that empty lot behind Coward just to protect it. Because, you know, at one time, I think there had been a looking at doing some housing there. But that's the only green space you have at Cowart. So when we were making this deal, the mayor said, well, why don't you just look at us getting that property? We'll hold on to it at some point. You might put a small park there, but at least you've kept that green space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we're getting rid of all the green space. You drive around and you see, you know, things that were, you know, growing cotton and soybeans and oh, no. uh, trees and, you know, all that stuff. And and we're putting houses, and we're putting them just right on top, top of each, each other. Because <laughs> the developers want to make yeah. money. The more houses they have, the more yeah. money they can it, make. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it's, it's almost like you could open up your window in your house, and the guy next door to you could open shake up hands. his, and y'all could shake hands. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. And the comprehensive <laughs> plan, the planners talked about that, that as part of this, we need to look at areas that you've set aside and preserve as just a green space, yeah. you know, or wooded, you know, so that you maintain some of that. Yeah, so the, I guess... Uh, uh, Sweet Sioux ConAgra facility up here is going to be a green space. Part of it, yeah, and some of it is in the floodway and the floodplain. So um, would look at some mixed-use development, you know, kind of smaller mom-and-pop stores that um, offer services maybe we don't have here now that people are leaving Athens to go shop at with some... A lot of people want townhomes or small loft apartments. They don't want a huge yard to take care of, especially millennials. But then you would have that central park around the creek inside. So they're still looking at... um, They did approve at the city council meeting to apply for a grant for a dog park and looking at it for that site. And I know there's been talk of some people said they would like to have an amphitheater, trails around the creek, uh, maybe an educational outdoor classroom where the cattails are for the the high school. And so. Yeah, that'd be great. Can't wait for that one. All right, coming up on. uh, I'm going to sign you up. (laughs) No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. 1047. We'll be right back. Stay there. Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Barron Services and WKAC1080.com. For Warehouse Saving, shop Hometown Grocery. Hometown has fresh produce, name brand groceries, and the freshest meat. This week, save on Pepsi and Mountain Dew, two liter bottles, two for $3. Lay's potato chips, seven and three quarter ounce bags, select varieties, two for $5. Essential Everyday Bath Tissue, 12 double roll, $3.99. And Family Pack Fresh Ground Beef, $1.99 a pound. For Warehouse Savings, shop Hometown Grocery with two locations in Athens to serve you. Hometown Grocery truly appreciates your business. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away. By phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol Myers Squibb and Pfizer. It's spring. 
Time to take in a breath of fresh savings on appliances at the Home Depot's Spring Savings Event. In-store, online, all season long. Save on top appliances from top brands. Plus, get free and flexible delivery on any appliance $396 or more. From cooking and cleaning to washing and drying. Your timing couldn't be better. Bring on spring with the Spring Savings Event now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only while supplies last about through April 28th. This is an Alabama legacy moment. Brothers Alton and Raven Delmore of Elkmont, Alabama were early country music pioneers that had a profound impact on the history of country music. I'm Debbie Delmore, Alton's youngest child. My father and uncle's talented songwriting, intricate harmonies, and complex guitar rhythms influenced their contemporaries as well as generations of country and bluegrass stars. The Delmore brothers began in the 1920s playing at local community events. By 1933, they became on the Grand Ole Opry, quickly becoming one of the program's most popular acts. Over the course of their career, they wrote more than 1,000 songs, many of which were crossover hits. Few country music acts can rival their sophisticated chord arrangements and lovely melodies. The Delmore Brothers are members of the Nashville Songwriters, Alabama, and Country Music Halls of Fame. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. All right, 10.51 here, 9 away from 11. Wrapping things up with Holly Holman. She's in for the mayor this morning. Uh, yesterday was the 10th anniversary. Is that right? Of the 10th, 2011 no, tornadoes. Today's the, four- T- today's the anniversary of the 2014 seven. tornadoes. Mm-hmm. say 14, yeah, seven. And so that's the one I was working at the city then, and I remember Stanley McNatt um, was still working with the sheriff's department and called and said, I don't know about your house, but your church has some bad damage holly yeah. and um it wasn't till the next morning that i got free to run out there and and see it and it's just it's surreal when you i mean yeah. i've covered them for the newspaper and then i was of course helping get information out for the cd but then you know not knowing i mean i didn't know what condition my house was in but it was yeah. fine but the church really damaged and yeah. it came across to the north of us we were sitting in our storm shelter and uh I had my two-way on. I was listening to Tammy Waddell talk. And the the vent pipe started making this weird humming sound. You know, well, a quarter mile north of us, it hit my neighbor's hay barn and went across it. I didn't know that at the time. And uh, I heard Tammy come across and say that the apartments at Quinn and Seven Mile Post Road had been leveled. And uh, my neighbor and I walked out. And the two neighbors' cows had crossed pastures because there were trees all. I mean, it was just it was just weird. It was, it was weird. Just, you know, near the church is where the two were killed. Yeah, out in Clements. Um, but and Ken was talking about this. Interesting. There was a horse that, I guess, in the storm, it had gotten tangled up. It mm. had damage to its leg. I mean, it was going wild, bleeding, cuts yeah. everywhere. And they had to put it down. And um, at the time, there was so much damage. You know, for a while, 72 was closed because we had so many power poles mm-hmm. uh, across the highway. And they just said, look, can we bury it here? So we, we do have the horse. It was a girl in the Clements area's pet horse. Um, I can't remember the horse's name, but he's buried in the front yard at our church. And there's, she's got a little memorial yeah. for yeah. him in the front oh, yard. Honestly, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, it's sad yeah. but sweet at the same Well, because you have to bury him within 24 hours, and that's the thing. You couldn't get anywhere to be. You just had to. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, uh, that's uh, the one thing I like about the winter. 
we don't have tornadoes. Yeah, except sometimes in November. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not winter. Yeah, <laughs> winter does start to decide. Well, hey, look, I'll take that. It, at least, of course, you know, it's always better up here where you're at. You don't have to drive on the ice or anything. Well, if you would, what he's referring to is he had. What I'm referring to, I had a, t- a two-wheel drive truck, and I was on Queen Road right in front of Miss Spencer's house, and doing seven or eight miles an hour, and I slid sideways. That was a lot of fun. But you know, you weren't there. Instead of going down don't 72. No, because you'll get run over. Which is the most traveled road. Right. He, he takes the back roads, which are because the Because I don't want to get hit by idiots. Well, you you, you just drive slow. They're not going to hit you. Yeah. And then, then he goes down, and he mm. and he goes to Hind Street. You've got all these wonderful ideas. Have you ever he experienced comes to Hind Street, Instead of turning and going on Elm and turning up here on 127, Seven. he goes across and takes the, the big curve, like at Talladega 500 out here on... <laughs> Edgewood. 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 Because I'm taking the least travel roads so that I can go the slowest. And there, it, look. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. Yeah. See how that works I've for pulled, you? I have pulled people out of cars that that's happened, okay? You haven't. So, uh, yeah, no, don't yeah, go there. Right. Don't cross that line with me. Oh, don't tell me that. Ah, anyway, you ain't walked there. You know, he's fussed about don't that ever it. since. Yeah, I have, and I'm going to continue to. You know, until <laughs> we have a resolution about it. We got one. Oh, yeah. I'm Show mad. up get fired. Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. Anything else going on down at City Hall? I think that's about it. Okay. Well, Just I mean, easy. Uh, you, you meet again, of course, in two weeks. In two weeks, yes. Uh, oh, Youth Commission did meet. I, I want to brag on them. They got some TVA CARES money. Uh, TVA and Athens Utilities worked together to give some nonprofits money because of COVID. Uh, Youth Commission got some, and then we had an anonymous donor give a little bit more. So they had $3,000. They took applications for grants from local organizations that had a project that would benefit Athens. They got requests for $7,000 worth of projects. So they met last week, and they had to hash it out, let me tell you. They got into it because some of them (laughs) wanted to fund the Veterans Museum, and somebody wanted to fund hospice and somebody wanted to fund something at the school and I mean they really got into it but it's great to watch that because that means they're feeling emotionally and financially invested in the city they're learning about all these organizations doing something to enhance the city and they're getting to share their ideas on what they think is most important and put money into it and they have to be invited to volunteer at whatever the project is so one 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 quick thing before we leave uh, i did notice that uh, tennessee valley old time fiddlers is coming back it's coming back yes and kitty carnival yeah and kitty as fixing say in the kitty carnival too but the tennessee valley the old time fiddlers <laughs> convention uh, it's going to be like uh the it's, it's first september full, 30th through October. yeah, yeah it's, it's that first, first full weekend full, in first october. Full weekend yeah. october uh, and uh, that should be good for everybody. I mean, you know, I know everybody missed, missed it, last, it year. last year. Yeah, I know everybody I missed it last year. So, you know, uh, that'll be back. Kitty Carnival, I think, was probably missed more than the Fiddler's Convention for most folks because Especially it affected the ones with kiddos. <laughs> yeah, it affected all those little kids, <laughs> and that's a good thing. And, and we always look forward to that. I think people come from all over North Alabama to see the Kitty Carnival. It's things that make our community special. Yeah. You know? I mean, how many how many how many cities around have a Kitty Carnival? <laughs> I don't know of you. They may have a Six Flags, but we don't right. have a kitty car. But they don't have a kitty car. <laughs> and uh, they have done so much work on that thing. And it's like, what, 50 cents yeah. to ride? Yeah. Yeah, it's free to get in. It's not it's... 50 cents to ride at Six Flags. No, no, not at all. <laughs> 
No, not at all. And they've, they've done so many improvements. They've added some rides. They got bingo. And yeah, they added the scrambler, I think. Uh, what was it last year? Your four last one. And some other rides that they picked up. And I don't even think they got to use one of them last year because they just purchased it and mm-hmm. this COVID-19 came we along. Know, and yeah, and Roger Bettingfield here a while back had restored some of those old cars and I believe was trying to sell a couple of them. Really? Yeah. Because he called in. I don't know if he still got those or not. But, you know, and like the football, you know, Cody Gross with the football team, he always encourages them to volunteer, you know, so it's just a great way for the family fun (laughs) and the community to get together and enjoy the summer. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Holly, we're going to leave, and uh, we thank you for coming up and uh, subbing for the mayor today. You did a good good job. Better than him. Better than him. (laughs) Better than him. Yes, sir. He's going to call him Jones. So, uh, anyway. No show. But we'll talk to you. Maybe the next time, if the mayor's not here, and if, if not, well, then we'll talk The to mayor missed his mark. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, hey, is, it, is it not his anniversary today, or is it yesterday? Yesterday, Tornado Day. Oh, yeah. okay. 53, yeah. I think. Yeah. 53 years. Well, congratulations to the mayor's wife for putting up with him all those years. Yeah, condolences. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> y'all, y'all have a good day. We'll see you later. Valley. WKAC Athens. AP News. Good morning, I'm Ed Donahue. Tonight, President Biden will give his first joint address to Congress to mark his first 100 days in office. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says this speech will be different than that of the previous president. I expect President Biden, unlike his predecessor, will lay out the facts and appeal to our better angels. Minority leader Mitch McConnell says Joe Biden ran as a moderate. But I'm hard-pressed to think of anything at all that he's done so far that would indicate some degree of, of... uh, moderation. Now that the CDC has eased mask guidelines, Dr. Anthony Fauci says Americans can look forward to more flexibility down the road. The AP's Sagra Magani has the story. As virus cases drop, Fauci says he's sure the CDC will keep acting. They're going to be pulling back on some of the restrictions, guaranteed. Telling NBC's Today Show the CDC is being cautious on purpose to keep people safe. Nearly a month ago to the day, agency chief Rochelle Walensky was sounding an alarm about rising cases. The recurring feeling I have of impending doom. Today, I have a feeling of cautious optimism now. On ABC's Good Morning America, 
Walensky says cases are starting to come down, but the nation needs to ensure uniform vaccinations against an opportunistic virus. Sagar Magani, Washington. A judge in North Carolina scheduled a hearing on whether to make public body camera video of the police shooting death of a black man, Andrew Brown Jr., in Elizabeth City. Police in Alameda County, California, near San Francisco, made public nearly an hour of video that shows officers pinning a man to the ground during an arrest that ended in his death. Mario Gonzalez died last week. Three investigations are underway. Five of President Biden's judicial nominees will appear on Capitol Hill for their confirmation hearing. This is AP News. Tokyo Olympic organizers and the International Olympic Committee are pushing ahead with plans to open the postponed Tokyo Olympics in July. IOC Chair Thomas Bach announced a set of rule books to show how the games can be held during a pandemic. These uh, playbooks are uh, science and experience-based uh, playbooks. They are based and uh, taking into account the latest scientific uh, developments. Tokyo, Osaka, and several other areas came under a third state of emergency this week, and the death toll in Japan from the coronavirus has passed 10,000. Bach says the idea with the playbooks is to minimize risks. They can give confidence, and they show how diligently uh, Japan is protecting its uh, population and is protecting also the participants of uh, uh, the games. Only 1% of the Japanese population has been vaccinated. I'm Ed Donahue, AP News. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches, weakness, or discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. Hello, I'm a unicorn. Yes, one of those. Everyone's trying to find me, but most can't, unless there's ZipRecruiter. If you've hired before, you understand it's quite hard to find a unicorn. You know, someone who's perfect for your role, but somehow ZipRecruiter manages to do it fast. Talk about magical. And right now, you can go to ZipRecruiter.com free to try it for free. ZipRecruiter's technology finds candidates with the right experience, like me, and actively invites them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter knows you want more than just great resumes. You want brilliant people who can help your business shine. That's why they make hiring these people easy. But I'm just a majestic unicorn. Don't take my word for it. Listen to him. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. WKAC Wednesday weather. Well, good morning. Temperature starting off in the 50s. We've got a high, thin overcast at times today. Those high cirrus clouds. Winds pick up out of the south again at 10 to 15 with gusts to 20. And we're going to warm up into the mid 80s. No rain today. Becoming mostly.